Welcome to this BJSM podcast. This is the third podcast in a series of three where Karim speaks to Emma Stokes, president of the WCPT. They discuss upcoming sports physiotherapy conferences, the ISC diploma in physiotherapy, and how Pippi Longstocking is a valuable role model for all physiotherapists. Let's close by touching on a couple of events that are coming up. And one is the IFOMT in Glasgow in July 2016. What are you looking forward to? Well, you know, it's the first time that I've been at an IFOMT conference. So um, because it wouldn't be, uh, it wouldn't have been a sort of a natural home for me as a practicing physiotherapist. But I'm really, really pleased and, uh, you know, incredibly um, privileged to have been invited to attend IFOMT. So I'm looking forward to a really interesting program. I'm slightly nervous when I look at the amazing people that are on the program that, that I'm actually featuring there. But of course, clearly I'm there speaking as a um, as the president of WCPT and not as a, a physiotherapist with any expertise in orthopedic or manual physiotherapy. Um, looking forward to a great opportunity to meet up with some old friends. Really interested in attending the IFOMP general meeting and getting um, getting to meet um, physiotherapists from the different IFOMP member organisations. Really interested in the programming because, you know, what I've learned these days is that it's, it's, it's always wonderful to go to something that, uh, you know, an opportunity, an educational opportunity where somebody would say, well, why in the world are you going to that? That doesn't, it's nothing to do with what you do day to day because actually what you do is you learn, you know, some entirely different things that you never expected. And um, the programming looks absolutely fantastic. And if you're an orthopedic and manual physiotherapist, or you, you know, if you're, if you're interested in that aspect from a clinical practice or a research perspective, the program is absolutely super. And it's running over um, five days, I think, in, um, in, in July in um, Glasgow. And so I'm very excited to hear uh, some of the very high level talks and to take away something new and to, I guess, experience an entirely different uh, physiotherapy um, research and clinical uh, practice uh, area. And also, it's always a wonderful opportunity uh, for me to, to go and talk about uh, WCPT, to talk about our new strategic plan and to talk about um, Congress in Cape Town in 2017 and to encourage people to come along and to continue to have that shared excitement and engagement, which which often is a real manifestation of people coming together at a conference like IFOMT. And I want them to carry that through and, and bring it with them to Cape Town in 2017. Sure. So that's in July of 2017. So July of 2016, July of 2017, for a couple of great conferences. And Mm -hmm. I do want to add my own weight to the, my own substantial weight um, to the IFOMT in Glasgow. I was fortunate enough to be at uh, the IFOMT leading up to that in 2000, 2004, 8 and 12. And, for example, in Quebec City in uh, 2012, Gwen Joel did a masterful presentation, um, really one of the ones that I remember for my whole life and never seen better. Um, authority, practical, gravitas, and you know there were many talks of that calibre, so I can be really confident that folks are wondering whether to go or not. Um, it's very friendly, so you don't need to go with a bunch of people. Um, Lots of countries represented, and uh, it will be a great conference in Glasgow. Emma, I'm really conscious of your time, and we'll have to let you go. So let's just close by bringing it back to the sports physiotherapists and congratulating the IFSPT for their recent fantastic conference in Bern with 800 attendees and over 50 countries represented. And that group is also going to be meeting in Belfast in 2017, have there been some great leadership examples there to tie us and bring us back full circle? 
Yeah, I know we started this conversation and I was talking about role models and, you know, real highlights. And um, I think WCPT has a a number of subgroups. IFONT is one of them and the IFSPT is another one. And, you know, they're a real highlight in the sports physiotherapy world. And that organization, as we talked about earlier, is, you know, is made up of a core of volunteers and their work is we're so proud that they're a subgroup of ours in WCPT and the great work that they do. In bringing the sort of spirit of raising the standards of sports physiotherapy around the world and creating a real sense of community in in sports physiotherapy. And, you know, they have this fantastic website with, you know, wonderful resources, not just in English. They also have Spanish language web pages. They're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They also have a real commitment to um, the standards of sports physiotherapy and, you know, with their register of sports physiotherapists and the the the. the standards that they have that they require for people to become a registered international sports physiotherapist are really important because it comes back to what we were talking about earlier, you know, ensuring the, the highest of standards and, and the quality of the service that the people that are um, meeting sports physiotherapists, um, you know, that they get the highest standards of care. And, um, you know, again, I think physiotherapists play a key role in, in that whole area of sports rehabilitation and sports um medicine and uh, you know to have an organization like ifspt as you know as as raising global standards and creating a real sense of community and and belonging is really important and you know congratulations to them on that congress in in bern um, organized in conjunction with physio swiss uh, and to have 800 people at it is absolutely super and one of the other, I guess, role models in, in the whole sports physiotherapy world and someone who I was really impressed with as a very young physiotherapist was Mary Elaine Grant. And I happened to be on a committee with her, nothing to do with sports physiotherapy, it has to be said, and, and it was the finance committee for the Irish Society. And Mary Elaine is the, the first physiotherapist to be appointed to the IOC Medical and Scientific Commission. And, you know, monitor, she's essentially the monitor for the IOC for all physiotherapy activities at the Games. And that was a role that she played in, in London at the Olympic Games. And it's, it's a really, it's fantastic that we have a physiotherapist who is advising the IOC on physiotherapy matters and queries and, you know, providing leadership um, in how physiotherapy is provided and physiotherapy services are provided to uh, athletes at the Olympic Games. And, you know, people might be surprised that I'm saying that because, um, you know, you'd sort of expect that there'd be a physiotherapist doing that. But, of course, that's not always the case. And um, so it is it, it's Mary Lane is a wonderful role model and somebody who's who's provided great leadership in 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 the way that she has in Irish sports physiotherapy, but now in the IOC and, you know, we're, we're really lucky that we have such a capable and such a, uh, an experienced and such a competent um, and professional uh, woman in that role. And, you know, from the first time that I met her, I, I remember looking at her thinking, you know, I want to be more like her. She was just so on top of her game and so professional when she was chairing this particular committee that I was a member on. Of. So, Sports physiotherapy is in is is in a great place. I think we have you know a wonderful uh, international organisation. We have very strong national organisations. We have great leaders in sports physiotherapy who are generous with their knowledge, who are great advocates for sports physiotherapists, and um, and and really you know at the cutting edge of providing. Um, great services and rehabilitation to athletes and not just elite athletes but of course athletes from you know the from the sort of very young beginning athlete to the sort of 
recreational athletes. So um, we have a lot to be proud of um, uh, in, in sports physiotherapy um, in, in the global physiotherapy community and also, you know, from individuals to, to, to national organizations to, to global organizations. So uh, I think we have a lot to celebrate and a lot to be proud of. And um, I want to acknowledge the fantastic work of physiotherapists every day when they, you know, help people participate in sport and really enable elite athletes to, 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 to be the best version of themselves that they can be. Really, we're hearing the same messages, Emma. Leadership, raising the standards, ongoing lifelong education. And the IOC has come to that party by running a diploma in sports physio with many IFSPT members on the leadership group. And I commend folks to look at that website among the many resources that you've suggested on this podcast. Emma, to really bring it to a close and let you finish, have you got some take-home messages for physios? What's great about the profession? What can people do from listening to you now that they're energised and empowered? What, what, can, what would you say to finish? Thanks, Kareem. I have three messages to finish, and then I promise I'll stop. I'm sure people are getting tired of listening to me. But the first one, and it comes back to this whole theme about volunteering and, and joining. And so one of my messages is, you know, if you're listening to this and you're a physiotherapist and you're not a member of your national association – please do join because anything that we want to do, um, we're better doing it together. There's so many opportunities for um, education and professional organizations are stronger if, if they represent all of the physiotherapists in a country. So please join your member organization of WCPT, your National Physiotherapy Association. If you are a member and you're not volunteering, I'd really encourage you to join in and become a volunteer as I say, um, the rewards are, are far greater than any investment that you will make. And it is so exciting. It's so much fun. You create a great network. And the volunteer, volunteer core of physiotherapy is what makes these wonderful educational opportunities, these fantastic congresses happen. So please do um, get involved. The second message is, is not just my message, actually. It's one that's gaining some traction um, um, with other physiotherapists, um, particularly uh, Stefan Jotterdahl, who, who started it, really. And, and that's this idea that taking physiotherapists, um, and indeed, you know, I know, Corinne, this is one of your messages, which is, you know, taking every opportunity to encourage people to be active and encouraging people to move. And this concept of a movement for movement, uh, a global movement for movement. So physiotherapists have a real opportunity to be advocates for activity and for movement and for exercise. And they do it, of course, every day with their patients. But in fact, really, really signaling our role, our bigger role in advising on activity and, and exercise participation is, is, is really seizing any opportunity that you have to get people more active. So that's if you're delivering a talk and it happens to go on for longer than 40 minutes, that perhaps some way in, in the context of that talk after 20 minutes you get the audience to move um, if you're at a meeting where you're sitting for endless hours that you signal to the chair it's time to move one of my you know real goals and one of the goals of the board and I think what's coming through in our strategic planning is that physiotherapists have so much to contribute in the policy discourse around uh, encouraging you know it be encouraging organizations and environments and places of work and schools to be easy places to be active. And we have, you know, great opportunities to be advisors and great opportunities to be advocates to make it easy for people to be active. You know, I often say 
I'm lucky I have a healthy body and a healthy mind. And I still find it tricky to meet my activity guidelines and to get myself to the gym. And if I find it difficult, then, you know, can you imagine if you have if you don't have a healthy body or a healthy mind, if you've got some challenges, how how much harder it must be. So living the message and taking every opportunity to advocate for movement and activity. So getting involved in that global conversation and physiotherapists to be be taking the lead in that conversation. And the third message, the final message that I have, and it's one that's traveling with me, and it's a surprising one that I, was gifted to me, I guess, by the, uh, again, the, the Swedish Physiotherapy Association was, um, uh, they, they gave me a present of uh, a Pippi Longstocking doll. Now, you really wonder, what has that got to do with leadership and what has that got to do with physiotherapy? But they gave me the uh, the doll with the wishes that I and I and, in fact, physiotherapy globally would be more like Pippi Longstocking and that we would be responsible, courageous and imaginative. And for the future of physiotherapy to be strong and for and the reason why that is important, not because we want to be a strong profession just for the sake of it. We want to be a strong profession so that we can deliver the best services to the people who need our services, the people who need help to move and the people who need help to move better and the people who need help to live their lives actively and enjoyably. For us to do that, we need to be responsible and we need to be courageous and we need to be imaginative. And I guess those are my wishes for anyone listening to this podcast. Um, the future of you know an active and a healthy uh, community is through us being strong about our messaging, being responsible and being courageous to challenge when we see uh, decisions being made that don't promote health and for us to be imaginative, for us to come up with creative solutions to, do, to those challenges. And Pippi is also a little quirky. So it's not about being too serious about this as well. It's making sure that you have fun and you bring your authentic self to that as well. Emma, thank you so much for a very special podcast. Thank you for the opportunity. Thanks for listening to this BJSM podcast where you heard from Emma Stokes at E.K. Stokes on Twitter and the president of the World Confederation for Physical Therapy. A great way to get to BJSM resources very easily is through our mobile app and that'll take you to a blog which has a lot of content and hopefully great value for you. Have an active day. We look forward to seeing you at some of these events.